Welcome to Sleepless in St. Canard, where the Stodge replaces REM cycles. I'm Kitty. And I'm Ange. And we haven't slept. In 30 years. This is a podcast where we talk at each other about ducks. And you listen to us talk at each other about ducks. And sometimes you write to us about ducks. This is one of those times. Because we are, at our second, listener mail. Woo! Yay! Yay! <laughs> so... Oh. Uh, some of these go way, way back, as you can see, Kitty, from the dates that I have placed upon the Google Doc. The first one's from 1879. (laughs) It may as well be. It's from September 2021, which must be, what, like six, seven months ago? Oh, my goodness. Time is irrelevant. It really is. So we'll just start there and uh, we'll move down chronologically into yesterday's email you will slowly write to the future which is Uh, the present yes so we'll start with this is from musicality hello thank you so much for talking about the show bible i really appreciated it especially as i've done some deep dives of darkwing lore for school project a.k.a. a fan script based on Dante's Inferno where Launchpad leads Darkwing through hell and he has an oh-shoot moment. I would love to read that script. And (laughs) And the show Bible was the one thing, along with the comics, that became hard to source for newer fans. I also really liked the conversation about Morgana, as I've never really noticed how poorly she was presented in the series. I never liked her a ton, but I related to her struggles as a student and as someone who often lacks confidence. I realized that if she was written more consistently, she would have played out on the screen much better. I hope I can give her a better chance in the future. Anyway, y'all are great. Thanks again. From Musicality. Thank you, Musicality. And I want to chalk that up to us, uh, maybe possibly uh, winning one over for (laughs) people willing to give Morgana more of a chance. Give Morgana a chance. <laughs> what we are saying is give Morgana a chance. Started this podcast for, quite honestly. We've been hiding this whole time. That's lately. actually technically true, because remember way back, the whole reason I made the Sleepless in St. Canard website was because I saw... Uh, like someone did like an episode summary of all the episodes and like recommended episodes and they were like you can just skip all the Morgana episodes she's a bad character or something like that and I was like how dare you I am going to make my own website with my own episode guide and I am going to be a little less biased and then I wasn't a little less biased but (laughs) (laughs) biased in a completely different way Yes. Your immediate knee-jerk reaction is, I'll make my own website with blackjack and hookers. That's literally what happened because I just, it was a really unfair, because I just don't think it's fair to like recommend the episodes and be like, oh yeah, she's not that important. So you can just skip these episodes because a lot of her episodes are really fun. I think they're Mm -hmm. really great episodes. So yeah, that was actually. They have Megaduck in them. Yeah. why, why, Why skip? Don't. Don't do it to yourself. Watch them anyway. Yeah, and that is why I made Sleepless in St. Canard and then 
Kitty over here was like, well, why don't you do a podcast? And, you know, I called I called your bluff on that and was like, oh, okay, only if you do it with me. And you were like, okay. Immediately. Yeah, my bluff was, hey, you should do a podcast. And you said, yeah, right, only if you do it. And I was like, um, is this a good microphone? <laughs> <laughs> is this a microphone I should buy for this? <laughs> You're like, oh, I, I guess we're doing this. Goddamn right we are. And it all started oh, yeah. with Morgana. It's all because we love Morgana, as flawed as she is. Oh, yes. Thank you, Musicality. And, uh, yeah, if you want to send us your paper on Dante's Inferno or Darkwing, Drake's, Drake's Inferno, I don't know how it would go. I just imagine that the, the layers of hell, are, especially if he's being led by Launchpad, they're all just different. It's layered like a sandwich where it's like cold cuts and then lettuce. It's probably not a perfect order. We probably should start with the bread. I've had a sandwich before. I know how they work. <laughs> we should probably just move on. But yeah, I'm, I'm interested to know about your paper. So there you go. A plus. A plus from us. A plus plus. And we're, we're the only teachers that matter. All right. And then we, our next one is from October 2021, and it is from Dominic. Dear Ange and Kitty, I am a former listener of the St. Canard Files, and I want to know what is your favorite episode and villain? Thank you, ladies. Dominic. Um, that's a hard question. I would have to, I'm going to have to throw it, it's a cheating answer, because the two episodes that I can't decide between are both two-parters, so it's uh, Darkly Dawn's the Duck, one and two, and Just Us, Justice Ducks, one and two, and they're mm. I think possibly as different as Darkly Duck episodes go. <laughs> so, but those are the ones that I I constantly go back and rewatch. My favorite episode fluctuates based on my mood. <laughs> so sometimes I might say, "Oh yeah, it's life, the negaverse, and everything," and then another time I say, "Well." I mean, Time and Punishment is a really good, iconic episode, and My Valentine Ghoul technically isn't from a practical standpoint, but I'm really biased because it's like Morgana and Negaduck, and just, mm. we, we've, we've covered that episode. Like, I like it for so many reasons, so it's hard to, it really is hard to pick just one. Yeah, and the two that I picked don't have any model foots in them. So oh, I also have to throw in You Sweat Your Life. Because even though it's not the greatest one, there is a lot of herb in it. So Baby herb. Baby herb. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And then villain. Um, I don't know. It's really a toss-up. Negaduck is fantastic. He really, just every single time, he's spectacular. And same thing with Megabolt. They're my top two. I can't decide which one I like best. I'll, uh, yeah, Shock shock of, like, all shocks. Negadec is definitely my favorite, but I agree with you that Megavolt is probably second because he's just, he's so funny, and he's written well. Consistently funny, yeah. And, you know, Dan Castanoletta just does a really great job with him, and, yeah, like, I, I don't think there's a Megavolt episode that I dislike, so. Mm, yeah, he's great. He's fantastic. Cracks me up. And he's in the same category as Jim Cummings as far as some of the things that they say might not be that funny, but the delivery just nails it. 
it mm-hmm. just knocks it out of the park. And just the way that he they, their performance carries over, and it's like you you just feel it. It's good. I don't know. They're fantastic. A plus. Uh, we're giving out a lot of grades for the best teachers this episode. But yeah, I I mean, there's other good villains too, but those are my favorite. And the Liquidator is fantastic. A great idea, like pulled off so well. But I don't think he's he really doesn't get much airtime. So there we go. Thank you, Dominic, for yeah, sending that you. in. Always, I and, love discussing like favorite stuff. So yeah, and welcome. Even though this was back in October, I hope you're still around. <laughs> <laughs> okay, our next email is from our lovely friend Nems, mm-hmm. and Nems says, "Hi there, lovely hosts. I've never met before." I am a complete stranger who loves your Sleepless in St. Canard podcast. <laughs> this is just her, like, wearing a trench coat and, like, a Groucho Marx nose. Yes. I have to make you aware, though, that there is a real and very true evidence that Kitty is not telling the truth about something, and I would like you to answer for this terrible deception. There is Never. <laughs> unadulterated audio clip attached. I hope it will not make you fight each other on a desert island. Desert island. Mm. Not dessert. I know what I said. <laughs> I'm, now I'm mixing up dessert and... Okay. It's delicious. <laughs> it is. The master of stealth and friend of the podcast, Nevia Emily Mick. You may now so, click the link, Kitty. Um, okay. So it's titled Podcast Outtake, all caps, the truth. So, PSA, I'm Kitty, and uh, I hate the muddlefoots. I hate her muddlefoot, and he's squishy and stretchy in places, <laughs> but also he's a man of the onions and food poisoning. It just makes me think to be shot on sight, burn him to fiery ash. <laughs> oh my god, the secret is out! <laughs> <laughs> I don't endorse this message. She's modest. She needs to be stopped. (laughs) (laughs) I knew what it was going to be before I even clicked it. I'm outraged. Let's just block one listener from our podcast. (laughs) She's no longer allowed to participate. (laughs) I would just like to go on record and apologize for some things I very obviously said in perfect context. Uh, that I apologize to the Muddle Foot family, the Muddle Feets, and Extended <laughs> Onions, and I'm trying to do better. Well, we appreciate it. <laughs> I hope you never burn them into fiery ash. <laughs> I hope I never shoot them on sight. Oh my goodness. She sent right. me that like two months ago, and I've been sitting on that. I can't wait kitty to hear this but we need to come up with a time and a place to do it so listener mail she's a monster that's why she couldn't use her real name in that and then i went and called her out anyways at the very beginning (laughs) my god who could have done this (laughs) (sighs) okay we've spent enough time on the airing of my dirty laundry let's move on to our next email here 
Alrighty. So this next one is from Right is Rainy. Again, uh, dear Ange and Kitty, you don't have to read this email on the podcast, although I have no objections if you want to. I didn't realize that my other email would be read aloud, and it really made my day. But I would not wish having read a printed off email that goes so long that it includes a page turn on anyone. But thanks for reading my email, and again, many apologies for how long it was. Never apologize for that. In listening to the most recent episodes covering the opening arc to the Darkwing comics, y'all had one point that I wanted to weigh in on, and that was in the case of the Gizmo Suit password. Now, as any network engineer will tell you, the best passwords are phrases, not single words. So Gyro changing the password from Blatherskite, we see in the Super DuckTales episode that only Blatherskite needed to activate the suit. Fenton just always says blathering Blatherskite. That is, that is true. That is a good observation. The passphrase keying gear makes all kinds of sense, and although plot convenienced as being Goslin's catchphrase, did succeed in keeping Bulba from being able to harness the suit, as his assumption was that he only needed to say one word. Although I've never read the comics, this opening arc has really an excellent dub adaptation, and I would still recommend Kitty to watch it, and there's a link. I missed a lot of the holes that you both pointed out, and while the story certainly isn't perfect, the love and effort and the acting and editing kind of makes up for where the writing got thin, and it's a good watch if you're interested. I could say more, but I'd rather this not turn into another enormous email, and I could talk about just anything with these ducks. I don't want to intrude or interrupt the comic arc. Please do. (laughs) But if you were still interested in having guests appear on the podcast, I'll volunteer as tribute. If you're not looking for guests, A-OK, you're doing amazing. Keep on being awesome. Right as rainy, Tumblr. Um, Yes. Um, We have at least one on deck, but (laughs) at least in my case, uh, bringing up the IQ of the podcast a little bit. I need to, we need a third sometime to offset the raging hatred of the muddlefoots that I give off sometimes. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's awesome that, like, I think what I found as far as Darkwing Duck is the source material is great, but the fans definitely elevate it. So that's exciting that there is a fan dub of the comics. I definitely will check some of it out once I feel like I've recovered <laughs> enough <laughs> from which I've undertaken so far. But I don't know if they can do as good of voices as Ange does. Oh, I will include a link to the fan dub that Rainey sent us as well in the description in case anyone else wants to have a listen. I think I've listened to this or at least heard part of it in the past, I think when it was still fairly new and they had only done maybe an issue or so. Um, but that was a long time ago. So, Yeah, it's apparently by Hype Voice Acting, if you want to find it for yourselves on YouTube. Thank you, Rainy, for yes, another thank email. You, Rainy. Although I was like... I was like, should I, I? I couldn't decide. I was like, should we put this in the podcast? If they're like, you don't have to put it in the podcast. And I was like, actually, we don't get enough reader mail. So we need to, you know, just put in all the, the emails we get. It was a good one. I, I wouldn't have thought of the multiple phrase password thing on my own. But yeah, 
my password at work currently is a sentence. So I understand that. And you don't even know how many times I have to backspace and rethink about what I'm typing. So that would have really, really taken Taurus Bulba a really long time to have Honker sit there and say every single word in the dictionary in multiple different ways. It's a perfect plan. We have one more email from our dear friend Libri who sent it, I think it was just yesterday or the day before, and it says, Hallo, we gets, which I looked up and it was German for what's up. Oh, kiki purple. I'm really enjoying your podcast. For some reason, it didn't occur to me that you're covering the comics, and that's very neat. (laughs) I don't know why I find that so funny. We've just been suffering through the comics, and she's like, oh, (laughs) this didn't happen in the cartoon. (laughs) Perfect. I love the insights. I love Ange trying to explain just how wild all of it is. Do you guys think you'll ever look at the old Darkwing Duck comics as well? Also, there's been a video game made on Darkwing already for the NES. If the property gets revived for a video game treatment in this day and age, what is your perfect Darkwing Duck video game? Can't wait to hear more. Keep up. You guys are doing amazing. Mm, thank you. Um, hmm. I have played the NES Darkwing. Mm-hmm. But I only played it on a ROM, which I feel like is the kindest way to play it. Because it as most Nintendo games were, is abysmally hard. Mm -hmm. Ridiculous. But if you can save it on ROM and then reload after, you know, Quackerjack throws you off a building, that's a lot better. Um, As a video game, though, I don't know. I feel like there would probably be some kind of like in-game social media popularity meter that you would have to... Or at least try to raise up the Starkwing. Like, oh, the Dinkinardians didn't like that or whatever. But I don't know. What do you think? I have so many thoughts. I have thought okay. about this for a long time. Kitty, you're familiar with the Sly Cooper series. Oh, I love the Sly Cooper games. Yes. So I always really liked... The mechanics from that, you know, especially the second mm-hmm. and the third where he, you know, it's kind of open where he gets to run around, but then there's different levels and areas mm-hmm. that have, uh, you know, tasks that he has to do. Something like that, but with Darkwing, where it's an open world city concept and he'd run around the city doing various you know, like a crime would pop up somewhere and he has to go deal with it and there'd be an overarching storyline and there'd be little cutscenes with cartoon stuff. Something like in that vein. Spider-Man kind of game where you get to run around St. Canard and stop crimes in progress and stuff like that only with probably more boxing gloves and eyes. Yeah, you could drive around in the rat catcher and he'd have his grappling hook and there'd be like smaller side quests that would have, you know, just silly fun stuff. But then there'd be like the bigger storyline that like slowly unravels over the span of completing key quests. And yeah, I ever since I played the Sly Cooper games, like my immediate thought was I would love to see a Darkwing Duck version of that, essentially. Oh, I could do that for sure. That'd be that'd be great, and then there could be you know just like the boss fights, but any game boss fights like there'd have to be a rhythm game section because there's always a rhythm game <laughs> section 
who would be the a boss would that be? Would that be Quacker Jack? You'd have to like dance to a music box or something. I feel like Quacker Jack would be something like a giant monkey with cymbals and you'd be on the conveyor belt jumping around trying not to get crushed to death while dodging the little wind up teeth and wildness from who would be let me think about that for a second. Because really aren't too I can't think of any musical bad guys in Dark Green Dog. I guess. Except for the big brother. Yeah. Okay. He would work, actually. But who would want to fight him for a loss? Nobody. And then there would be the Muddlefoot cuck-off minigame. <laughs> and then at the, you'd have to keep repeatedly going back to Goslin's school to talk to the principal. Oh, what if that's the twist? Like, the principal becomes, like, the biggest bad guy in the game just because they're so fed up with Goslin. I'd play it. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. Um, Coming soon for PS5. Yeah. There you go. And also, to answer the earlier question, do you think we'll ever look at the old Darkwing Duck comics? Uh, Maybe. I feel like, so I don't know which ones you've read of older ones, but there's the Disney Adventures and the Disney Afternoon, and those were just standalone comics some of them were a few pages others were like massive yeah i didn't read any of the long ones i think i've read the ones that were just a page two pages like there was the one where negaduck was jealous of darkwing's family so he basically (laughs) made his uh, another version of the darkwing gang yes yes that's correct and then is that the pistachio ice cream one there's the (laughs) no that that one's like uh that one's called Double Scoop, Double Take, and it's okay. It's only a few pages long, and yeah. <laughs> I love that one so much. Yeah. <laughs> it's just naked duck eating pistachio ice cream like it's the most disgusting thing in the world, but it's not. It's it's uh, actually pretty good. But yeah, those I haven't read. I think beyond that, just like the one or two page ones. Yeah. It would be an interesting episode to do. Probably not all of the old comics, but just gathering a few of them up, uh, some of the shorter ones, and just discussing them and how... Because some of them were very... I don't know who wrote them, but I don't think they were very familiar with the characters, and others were very on point, so... Mm. Which kind of seems a a trend in the Darkwing comics. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like... I don't know if maybe it's just through the lens of nostalgia, but those, the ones that I did read and the ones that I have encountered just seem charming because they're just so goofy. And like, if you were a kid and starving for the content of the show that you loved, you'd be like, oh my God, it's Darkway Duck. Daddy, I need that. Or mommy, buy me this. And that was probably like the biggest one of the day at the grocery store. Oh, to be a child in 1995. Yeah. Nothing but scrunchies and like shorts and stuff at the grocery store that your parents said you couldn't have. Oh, Disney Adventures. Yeah, that is all our listener mail that we have gotten recently. But if you would like to send in listener mail for the future, you can send it to sleepless.saintcanard, that's S-T-canard, at gmail.com. And I usually put our email address in the description for every episode anyway so you could look there too yep and it's in our twitter bio and yeah you know where to find us guys uh thanks for writing in 
and except for Nam. And <laughs> we appreciate you guys. And we'll be back to reading or and reading me a story. Next yes. time we meet. Next week we'll be starting the first issue of the campaign Carnage Arc, which is issue number Lucky Thirteen. Ooh. There we go. All right. So until next time, dear listeners, dear sweet, sweet listeners. Crime doesn't sleep. Neither do we. A good night. Good night.